0: I just can't take you seriously with your mustache is all.
1: That's what I'm going for. <laughs> I want it to look like when I take off my glasses, the mustache will come with it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how my what mustache a- would look if I shaved off the everything else.
1: You guys should just go shave right now and come back and we'll pick up the podcast. Okay. Uh, uh, three mustached men. Mustaches <laughs> only.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, any other items of business before we dive into Weezer? <laughs> Andrew, did you go to any like uh, Weezer concerts in the last time in the last year or two? Um, I was
1: supposed to go see Weezer with Green Day. I mean, supposed to, meaning like I wanted to, but I I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I was gonna go. I mean, I was talking to my friend Chris about going and seeing them in New York. But yeah, not happening with with moving mostly. But
0: they they're I think they were just in California, weren't they in Napa or something like that?
1: I think they played Oakland. I know that they went to LA because my sister-in-law's um stepson twins went and saw them in LA. So they've been touring all over the place. And it's like the perfect lineup for like, a Weezer fan from 2006 or 7. It's, like, Green Day, Fall Out Boy, and, and Weezer. Isn't it called the the Hella Mega Tour? Is that right? It's yeah. It's, like, the perfect name for it. Yeah. Yeah. Very Bay Area with the Hella thrown in there. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, the short answer is no, but I'm really, actually, honestly, pretty sad that I, <laughs> that I didn't go, because it sounds like a fun show. Yeah. But yeah how about you guys any chance to uh see the wheeze
0: no they didn't come to vegas and i'm not traveling for (laughs) (laughs) wheezer
2: yeah nobody comes to houston is that right yeah i mean so like within a three mile radius of houston you have San Antonio, Austin, and Dallas. So it's like there's four cities and they're only going to choose one and they're almost definitely going to choose Austin.
3: Mm. So
2: like there there are shows in Houston, but a lot more bands end up just going to Austin and then jumping to New Orleans or wherever they play next.
0: Yeah.
3: <clears throat> yeah. It
2: probably probably depends a bit on the genre, right? Yeah. yeah, there there's a lot more like country acts that oh, come no. through that aren't even on my radar. Yeah.
1: Yeah
0: uh what was it it was um it's gonna come to me it's the same postal service what's the uh band death cab uh, death cab death cab was in las vegas last week and i didn't go oh dang i looked at the tickets and it was on a wednesday and i'm like nah <laughs> it's, not, it's not for me
2: there are some bands playing kinda soon and I keep debating cause I really wanna go to a show just cause I haven't forever. But at the same time, like I still, it still feels a little pandemic-y. And I don't know if I wanna spend $50 to watch Modest Mouse play the songs that I don't like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I don't remember when we last did this, like talked about Weezer, but uh, I did see Weezer in Oakland. i think you
0: talked about you talked about uh because it was the radio tickets that your wife got right
1: yes that's right you you remember better than i do yeah
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i remember that i remember one time you were like flying to asia and you're going through texas and went to a concert
1: yep that was in austin the other
0: one (laughs) with the pixies yeah with the pixies Mm -hmm. and the other one was that the one where he's like riding in a pirate ship when it, that's being pulled across the stage or was that, that Oakland? <laughs> that was in Oakland. <laughs> and they were singing some barbershop quartet songs.
1: Yeah. 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 It was yeah. Wild stuff. Yeah. The, <laughs> the show in Austin was where, um, Rivers like came out with his acoustic guitar and basically played like a four song set, kind of like, a like it was kind of like Hawaiian themed almost like he did Island in the sun and then a couple other, like just, I think he did 1979 by the Smashing Pumpkins and some other stuff. But uh, yeah, it was, I think he was dressed up as like a sailor captain or something, something cheeky and weasery (laughs) like that. But (laughs) I mean, honestly, their shows are great. Like I'm, I'm legitimately like disappointed that I missed this tour, but yeah, didn't didn't work out, unfortunately.
0: Um, the last time we spoke, we just talked about the Black album, right? Or was there like Black and Teal? I don't remember.
2: We definitely talked about the Teal album. So those, yeah, those were together.
0: Black and Teal were together. Mm-hmm. And this time is uh, OK Human and Van Weezer very exciting
1: at, at the rate that Weezer's just putting out albums we can do like a weekly podcast about the new <laughs> album yeah
0: <laughs> there's always something weird the
1: uh yeah, so well, d- yeah, they have i think we
2: talked about this on the movies podcast for some reason but rivers made the website where he released like every demo he's ever recorded so we right. can just make a podcast on that
0: that's too much, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> that's too like, much
2: hundreds of hours of Weezer demos.
0: Oh yeah. Before we go to Weezer at the, before the pandemic happened, I wrote a song called um, uh, corporate policy and I made a song or I wrote the lyrics and sent them out to everyone. And then I wrote a song and Sean wrote a song and Jason wrote a song and we all compared our songs (laughs) and I we sent the lyrics over to Andrew and Andrew failed to write a song I totally policy. forgot
1: about that until right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, did you ever like, well, I don't think we ever sent you the links to listen to the songs. Did we,
1: I don't, re- I don't remember seeing anything else about it beyond kind of the, the initial, uh, like me initially agreeing to do it and then forgetting about it completely.
0: <laughs> well, if you're <laughs> still, if you still want to do it, it would be great to have a four song comparison. And then we would get together as a, discussion on zoom and listen to each other's songs <laughs> if you want to
1: that sounds if, uh we could do a you could even do like a reaction video and, and post it to youtube of all of us <laughs> reacting to everybody else's songs
0: <laughs> well we've already all heard each others and it's your song would be the new one okay, and then it would just fair. be you yeah. you reacting to our songs all right hey, no pressure and okay. that, that song's not going anywhere so there's no time frame. It's just sometime in the future. If you want to, that would be awesome.
2: But this Sounds is fun. already like at least a year old, right? Uh-huh. So yeah, because Stephen okay. muchen
0: is not the uh, Secretary of not the fun. Treasury anymore. That's right, and he's and plays David a primary role. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd have to update it.
1: Yeah, no, I'm down. I'll do it. I'll do it. All of, <laughs> most of my music gear is in. Uh, my wife's grandma's garage right now because we're moving but uh I do have okay so this is probably more of a tangent away from Weezer than we than we should go but I got really into synthesizers during COVID so like I probably spent like two thousand dollars building like a synthesizer like like spaceship station like right next to my regular office desk and uh all of that stuff is in storage right now, but I kept uh, these, this pair of devices. I have them here, but they're uh, one is a drum machine, like a sampler. And the other is the equivalent, but it's an FM synthesizer. Um, so not to geek out too much, but I can use that. <laughs> and I can, I can record a song called Corporate Policy. Um,
0: I can send you the a- lyrics again on the, on the text thread.
1: No, that, that would be good. I mean, I work in HR now. So, I mean, I feel like that topic is right up my alley. I mean, I have <laughs> a lot of experience
0: with corporate So what policy. did you do? So is it for Chevron? Yeah, yeah. I have for, you I work always for worked for, uh, in HR or what were you doing before? Before, so I
1: have ever since I got my MBA. But before that, I was in like, I studied English. So I was doing... Uh, Sales, marketing, proposal writing type stuff before that.
0: What'd you do in Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan?
1: In Kazakhstan, I was doing HR. So I was with Chevron. Okay. Um, just doing HR for like 500 expats that are out there on some huge, like huge, huge, huge project in the middle of the Kazakh step. Like, Freaking nothing out there except like the occasional camel. Like honestly, nothing, nothing out there. But uh, yeah, stories for another time. It's a <laughs> yeah, yeah, fun stuff though. But yeah, let's, let's let's talk. Okay, human and Van Weezer.
0: Yeah. So, Sean, did you do a deep dive into like? behind the scenes of what inspired did you listen to harry nilson's albums did you listen to like any of the 70s piano ballads
2: i, I wanted to but i didn't know um yeah i so i think for our other podcasts a lot of these albums i only listened to like once ever uh-huh. i did listen to these ones three times yeah and I, the problem is I was never like sitting at a computer so I don't know like which song names match up with which songs yeah and I didn't take notes but yeah I did that I listened to like half of a an interview with uh Rick Rubin but then I decided that Rick Rubin is just kind of an obnoxious person so I stopped <laughs> listening to it Rick Rubin yes. interviewing Rivers and then my uh, my What I did earlier, like a couple hours ago, was I went on the Weezer um, subreddit because I wanted to see like what's the general consensus on these albums.
0: And I realized
2: that like the only people on the Weezer subreddit are people who love Weezer. So they were all talking up these (laughs) albums and they got me all excited about them. It's like, yeah, I want to like these. So that's that's my deep dive. It wasn't very deep this time.
0: I don't think you get into listening to a whole Weezer album unless you like it. Like mm-hmm. if you don't like it, you just ignore it, right? I don't right. know. Like
2: the the people who just like Blue and Pinkerton, like they already know that those are the only albums that they like. They're not yeah. hanging out on the internet talking about it
3: anymore.
0: Yeah, they're not going to even listen to it anymore unless it's uh-huh. like on a radio station, which is like all my favorite things or um, Hero, I think was on the radio. Yeah, that- I-, I
1: feel like I feel like the Blue Album and Pinkerton crowd that would listen to this stuff would probably go to the Weezer subreddit to Flame Weezer Uh as Rivers used to call it in the old uh, Weezer message board days of flaming. Flaming was the equivalent of trolling back then, but they'd (laughs) they'd probably flame new Weezer across the board. But but Sean I actually have a question for you though because you said oh yeah I want to like these albums did you not do you not like like what do you think of these albums I like them more than a lot of the other new stuff Weezer has done
2: but I'm kind of having the same problem that I've had with a lot of their new stuff where it's like if I listened to this blind as a 37 year old man never having known Weezer I would never listen to this again but like, since I know Weezer and I want them to be good, like I listen to them multiple times and I'm trying to like it. And there are things that I definitely don't like about it, but like, oh, I, there's
0: some major cringe moments,
2: yeah. but like, oh, there's
0: some bad stuff going on.
2: <laughs> but right now, like in this moment right now, um, yeah, I like them because <laughs> a lot, a lot of that is because all of the people on the subreddit were like totally hyping it up. So what um,
0: songs were stuck in your head, Do you, can you recall? Oh my gosh,
2: th- it was so bad. Cause this was after I'd only listened to it like one time and I was just like super stressed out with work. I worked like two 14 hour days in a row and then I had to go to Louisiana in the field. So that was another like 15 hour day. And so I was can't like stop wait the
1: hustle dude can't stop <laughs> yeah. the
2: hustle. I,
1: it was just I
2: was spread way too thin. Like all the people that were helping me on my projects were in New Orleans and they got hit by the hurricane. So like all of my support just like dropped out from under me. So um I was super stressed out and I'd like wake up in the morning with that uh with grapes of wrath stuck in my head. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't know any words, so it would just be like the first line of the chorus over and over. Like it was like somewhere between an earworm and a fever dream. Like I just <laughs> it was bad. I had a fever
3: dream of Weezer lyrics too.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But no, like at that point, I was like, oh my gosh, these songs are so bad. But then I listened to it like two more times since then. And like, I liked them. And I listened to it in the car when I knew enough words that I could kind of sing along to it. And it's like, yeah, like these are fun songs to sing along to. Like, it would be fun to go to a show where they're playing these songs and you're like in the crowd. Yeah. But if you were at a concert where you were like in the back kind of watching, you'd probably be like, oh, these songs are stupid.
0: (laughs) My kids love all my favorite songs are slow and sad. Uh And my three-year-old sings it. I mean, it's just so catchy and the words are easy for kids to learn. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Fun fact, Weezer didn't, or sorry, Rivers didn't write that song. Really? Oh. Yeah. Um, I don't know who did, but it's uh, someone else wrote it and it sounded like a Weezer song. And I think that, I forget who was producing it, producing the album brought it to Rivers and he, uh, he said it sounded like a Rivers song and it's probably the best song on the album to be honest. <laughs> yeah.
2: That ruins one of my things I was gonna say though because <laughs> Rivers, yeah. Rivers has his spreadsheet for writing songs and I was gonna make a joke about how that song just proves that he has a little tab that's specifically for three letter words that end with AD because every song, he has a sad, mad, bad rhyme in there. And sad, He bad? Yeah. yeah
1: he, also but, does, he also does slob, job. <laughs> um, I don't know. He uses those ones a lot, too. Slob and job. He sings uh-huh. about
0: an island not in the sun or another island. There's always some type of island that he wants to go to or get away from.
3: <laughs> he
0: sings, I forget the exact lyric, but it's a play on... It might be on
1: the on Van Weezer, but it's an island for his son, like his child. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's in there too, somewhere.
0: <laughs> All right. What well, we're gonna get or Andrew, did you do a deep dive? Did you like like listen to um, the Weezer inspiration stuff, like 70s piano ballads?
1: Not really. Um but the one thing that I did listen to was a um, an interview with Rivers. Um, I don't even remember the context of where it was, but that's where I found out that. Uh, oh shoot! You know what? I did watch a, a Weezer concert last year. <laughs>
3: okay, okay. Here's the thing, guys.
1: <laughs> here's the thing. Let me tell you a story. So last year, in so in during 2020, yeah. Weezer did a. I forget, Island in the Zoom, I think is what it was called. Oh, to okay. your point, Chad. Of course. <laughs> but it was like, you pay like 10 bucks and, and uh, Rivers plays 30 minutes of songs through Zoom. So the quality is about this. And uh, at the end, there was a, like a, an interview, kind of a q and I should say, with one of his producers that does a lot of like the sound engineering for newer Weezer music and does some production with him. And so that's where like I kind of heard a little bit more about kind of his newer process and how she's like encouraging him to actually sing like the lyrics mean something to him. So like you actually get, he said that he's like pushing his performance to be like emotive to like put himself in the mindset of the lyrics rather than just singing from a spreadsheet where it sounds kind of stale. Uh So I think that he actually has like people around him that are pushing him to do things that resonate more, which so like, no, I didn't do a lot of deep diving, but that was kind of fun. And I actually do think that at least for me, my hot take is that okay, Human is probably in the top three or four best Weezer albums ever. And Van Weezer is in the middle pack. It's better than Ratitude, Red, Hurley, and Hurley, yeah. That stuff that I don't even remember what songs are on them. But uh-huh. it's uh
0: Maladroit. It's not as
1: good as White. It's not as good as everything will be all right in the end.
0: Right. What about Pacific Daydream? Where does that actually
1: land? uh so originally for me it was I didn't like that they kind of took out guitars and went kind of fully pop.
0: But and those okay, are some really human? good
1: songs. No, no, no. Sorry for Pacific Daydream.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, there's
1: some guitars, but a lot of it is mm-hmm. like, I don't think, I don't know if if Pat even plays drums on that album because it sounds like it's all just drum machines and and synthesized, like keyboards. Like, it sounds like a pop album. Sure. Um, but I actually really like the songwriting. I think that there's some stuff on there that, uh, in retrospect, is better than I thought the first time around because it was... Produced in a way that I wasn't anticipating. I think
0: um, these two are definitely better than the black album. Yeah, but yeah, for sure. Teal was good because I mean they were covering good songs except for "No Scrubs." No, that's
1: really a great disagree. song. That's that's a great that's a great cover. That's a I, great
0: song. I don't think it's a good cover.
2: My position on that album is still, why does this exist? Like, no. they, they didn't elevate no. any
1: of those songs. It's just. They recreated and they sound. They sound like Weezer playing. Like it sounds yeah. like karaoke, basically. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. But they're I mean, such we'll, good songs. I don't know. Yeah,
0: Weird Al did a good it. job in. Um, After the video, yeah.
1: <laughs> and the kid from Stranger Things did a good job in the uh, "Take on Me" video.
0: Um, <laughs> no, I don't like no, them. No. I don't like. F- What's his name? Finn Wolf or something like that? Yeah,
1: Finn Wolfhard or whatever his name is.
0: I he's too I don't know. I'm I'm being Yeah, I shouldn't say he's a you're, he's a fine person. You're I shouldn't being judge a person on you're his being mean to like a 14-year-old kid. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't judge a person on if he looks whiny. I don't know if that's even a way to look, but he looks whiny.
1: <laughs> yeah. He just always looks like so worried about the other world. It's like around us but we can't see it until we go through some dimension or some portal and then he was right all along that's what he looks <laughs> like
0: he's gonna be in ghostbusters right
1: which is the exact same thing as stranger things <laughs> like they literally dressed up as ghostbusters that was their halloween yeah. costume you're right i didn't even think of that when i said that but you're actually right too.
0: yeah that's right for halloween do you guys track your movies that you watch i do What do you use? I don't know why.
2: I use an Excel spreadsheet.
0: (laughs) Okay. I just (laughs) signed up for for Letterboxd.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think I signed up for Letterboxd once, but then I just never... I already have the spreadsheet with, like, the last... I'm opening it, 306 movies that I watched. (laughs) So, like, I don't want to start over.
0: No, that makes sense. I'm starting over since I don't have a spreadsheet.
2: Maybe I should. Maybe I added I should all our both.
0: movie clubs stuff and then just starting from around there. Started with Knives Out. Andrew, if you want to join our movie clubs, you're more than welcome to. It's, a, it's a once a month. And we go around and, and choose a different movie every month. And there's probably six people on there. It's a Zoom meeting.
1: That's, that sounds fun. I w- I'm interested for sure.
0: This month is going to be next... It's next week and we're watching a room with a view. <laughs> nice. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Nice. What did we watch last time? Carrie's pick. Cinema, uh, Cinema Paradiso. Paradiso. Yep. Yep. Wow. I've chosen some stinkers and some good ones. And Sean's Sean's only chosen a few. We kind of like skip Sean. I
2: did uh yeah, I did Midnight in Paris and um leave
1: no trace oh, I think Yeah, that's it right dude it was... okay sorry leave no trace i mean this is like vulnerable and, and embarrassing but i watched that movie and then i sat in my car at midnight because i went by myself and i just cried oh yeah because that movie was so, so freaking good. sad
3: and yeah. good but and like
0: so sad
2: i for yeah. for our regular listeners they'll already have heard this story from the movies podcast but um no i want <laughs> I went home for uh, for Christmas. Um, I guess this was the Christmas when Sam was supposed to get married, but then he didn't, so we already had plane tickets out there. Anyway, um, I was trying to find a movie to watch. So
0: is Sam not married right now?
2: He is. He just got married, like, four or five months later, so we went back again. Um, okay. But um,
0: <laughs> Family drama.
2: No, it's... It was. It wasn't a big deal. I just I bought plane tickets earlier than I should have. I'm trying to set the timeline for Andrew because he knows when Sam got married. No, but so I was looking for a movie that was like appropriate, and so I'd seen people on like Reddit talking about Leave No Trace, this PG movie that everybody loves and has universal acclaim, and so I watched that with Mom and Phoebe, no, and geez. Mom, Mom just like. not get it and phoebe was just like super upset because she could not come to terms with like the dad just going off into Uh, the woods and yeah yeah, it was it was not the right crowd but i loved it
0: (laughs) i just watched jojo rabbit with rachel and we like that uh the actress that's from new zealand
2: thomason mckenzie is that her name
0: yeah, something like that. Thomas and I, something.
2: I think Jojo Rabbit is the movie that we talk about in every single podcast for some reason, except I'm the only person
1: who's actually seen it. Until I've, now. Seen it
0: now. So. I've seen it now. I've seen
1: it now. All right. Dude, that movie is amazing. Yeah. I loved Jojo Rabbit. Sam Rockwell really
0: is the best.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: He, uh, he He's the best. Speaking of uh,
1: that New Zealand actress, I just went last night and saw... The movie Old. Old? Which, M. Night Shyamalan? Uh, yeah. M. Night Shyamalan. Is she in
0: that? Yep, she's she in is. it. She
1: is. She is.
0: Did you see it, Chad? No, I listened to um, Blank Check with Griffin and David, mm-hmm. and they talked all, all about old. So that's yeah. yeah, good.
1: Should I see it? Okay, hmm. so here's... I don't know. Here, is it good, Andrew? What I, okay, so here's <laughs> the thing about the movie Old. As I, so I didn't know anything about the movie except that it was M. Night Shyamalan and I know that he has some hits and he has some mostly has some flops and has actually like destroyed like the Avatar like <laughs> fan base like they pretend like the movie that he made of Avatar doesn't exist like he yeah yeah ha- yeah so anyway when I was watching the movie I was like the dialogue is so bad. Some of the acting is really quite bad. So as I, was, as I was watching it, I was thinking like, what is the Rotten Tomatoes score of this movie? And it kept fluctuating from like 10% to like, oh, maybe it's like 60%. No, this is 20%. This is really bad, uh, 50 actually. And like, as the movie goes on, I like, it was like this, like on the like 100% up here, it was like this. And it kind of evened out to like, I I would guess like 45% Rotten Tomatoes score. And uh, it's like a 50 on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Oh, nice. (laughs) So it's better like
1: there are times... You get your finger on the pulse. I think so. But it's, it's because like the low points are really cringy. And like some of the acting and the dialogue is so bad. But there are things about the movie that at the end you're like, Uh, at least for me and I could see people having a very different reaction, but it, uh, it was, it actually kind of pays off. Like you're, you're willing to overlook the stupid stuff that just takes you out of it because it's kind of a cool story and kind of an interesting, like concept, I guess. So I do recommend it. Did Thomason do a good job? I mean, she's phenomenal in anything, honestly. She like, I feel like they paid, as far as their, like, actor or their, act like, their budget is concerned, she was the whole budget because everybody else is, like, community theater level acting. Like, it's <laughs> pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. But
2: Yeah, for Christmas 2019, my present was six months of a membership to AMC. And then the pandemic happened. So it got put on pause <laughs> after three months and they oh, restarted yeah. it i guess in july and there just haven't been very many movies that i've wanted to see and i've been busy so
0: i want to see the green knight that looks interesting i saw
2: that i've gone to a thumbs up i i loved it what did you think sean i I feel like i need to watch it again i liked it but um i don't know i had some issues with it
0: (laughs) you're waiting (laughs) for october to go see dune
2: I'm reading the book really, really slowly, uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm getting ready for it.
0: Foofer Howitt. I love that name. Foofer.
2: Yeah, I'm like, I think I'm 14% of the way through, according to my Kindle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, it looks good.
1: It does look good. It looks confusing, which the book seems kind of daunting to me, too, so I'm Kind of excited to see the movie and uh, and see if it's like if I want to commit to trying to read the book. (laughs) It's a pretty
0: simple story. It's not I don't think it's confusing. It's not. I don't think so.
2: I guess the they're making well, they split the book into two movies and they don't know if they're going to make the second one until they see how good the first one does. But I've heard that it kind of ends just at like a weird spot because there's no good place to to split it. So
0: <clears throat> yeah, I wonder I don't know. where they end it. Mm. That'll be interesting. All right, guys, any more tangents? I read Neil Gaiman's Ocean at the end of the lane and I cried and was scared. That's it. Wow.
1: I don't know. I don't know about that book.
0: It's just a novel.
1: Mm. No other tangents, but I do have a, a Weezer thought. Yes. All right,
3: The transition.
1: So one of the things that I think is interesting about these two albums, that I guess I didn't really piece together until I listened to them kind of back to back, is that they both are referencing a very specific band. Van yeah. Weezer being Van Halen and OK Human being Radiohead. Uh And, I I don't know, like, I I guess in OK Human, they also are doing, like, the whole um, Abbey Road Studios thing, which is kind of a Beatles callback. I feel like the reason that I think that these two albums are actually pretty good is because it's Weezer kind of setting themselves within the context of these two other bands and I feel like yeah. Weezer does well when they're like making these allusions to other things, and they're not just singing kind of stupid love songs. Like, yeah, you're you're forgetting so I mean, about
2: Hurley, which was their album that was based on Lost. So that's oh, kind, true. That's kind that's of right. similar.
0: Well, Pacific Daydream was was a rip off on, or inspired by the Beach Boys. So yeah, I guess it, right. it, it all depends uh-huh. on if if Weezer's inspired by something good, then it turns to be pretty good. But if it's inspired with Hurley <laughs> or Red or uh maladroit (laughs) or black
1: well and i feel like really maybe it's because it's a tv show maybe they just need bands to base their albums around instead of tv shows
0: well black they were just trying to be edgy and like we're gonna swear for the first time and we're gonna be that and i don't know i don't think they they can pull off that i think they went back to like oh we're gonna be kind of cheesy Kind of overly sincere, but kind of vague about the sincerity and super catchy earworm hooks that you wake up singing in the middle of the night in a fever dream style. All right, we're going to get into it. So I'm going to share my screen and we're going to listen to some and then we can comment. How's that sound? Let's do it. Um, <clears throat> share screen. What? Jason set this meeting up and it says host disabled (laughs) participant screen sharing. Can you guys screen share? Are we going to have to go back and do like a Zoom or like a a Facebook? Only the host can share in this meeting.
1: (laughs) This is the notification I got.
0: Should I text Jason? We need Jason to come. (laughs) All right. We're going to get Jason on here.
1: Conference him in
0: um
2: so here's my question that i don't know if you remember this andrew but so when i heard weezer was making a a reference to okay computer it like sparked this memory that i totally had forgotten about but um in the okay computer album i just looked it up so i'd get it right like if you i think you have to like open up the like out the cd case somehow and there's like a hidden artwork Uh, some text that says I like you I think you're a wonderful wonderful person I'm full of enthusiasm I'm going places I'd be happy to help you I'm an important person would you like to come home with me and there was a Weezer album where you open up the album in the same way and in that spot it said yes was that the green album or maladroit do you remember this whoa
1: I don't remember that
3: yeah
2: so I I forgot to like see if I could confirm that that's actually a real thing but um I'm pretty sure that this isn't the first Weezer reference to OK Computer. Plus, well, they, covered, the, they covered Paranoid, covered Android, Paranoid too, Android, yeah. Android Jason! Too. Jason!
0: <laughs> you guys are so needy. <laughs> <What the heck>? <laughs> <laughs> Did you <That's> listen so... <laughs> to
2: the albums, Jason? Are you ready?
0: I'm not ready. I'm, no. not. Well, I'm, I'm about to play them right now. We can get like a first take from Jason. <laughs> the reaction podcast. <laughs> You're about to what? Play some songs. That's why I'm going to share my screen. Okay. My
2: internet is sucking right now, so have fun.
0: Yay, I can share it. Thanks, Mayor. Hooray. Yay.
2: Bye, Jason. Bye.
0: (laughs) That's so great. I'm so glad that Jason joined for two seconds. All right, guys. Here it is. Okay, human on YouTube. Can everyone see that?
3: Yep. Yes.
0: Can everyone hear that? No. You can't hear that? Mm -mm. Ah, geez. What's going on?
1: Is there a button to share like computer audio?
0: Probably. Share. Advanced sharing options. Nope. Mm -hmm. Share sound. Let's try this now. You hear that now?
4: songs are slow and sad all my favorite people make me mad everything that feels so good is bad 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 all my favorite songs are slow and sad i don't know what's wrong with me
0: great <laughs> i mean if you got a cello leading the song how can it be bad right it's so smooth yep. sounding
1: well and it starts out with the like mellotron um like the very it's very beetlesy it's almost like strawberry fields or something yeah
0: that's a good point the only part that's bad is the the verse uh i don't love it i love like the chorus it starts out strong and then it's like i don't know what's wrong with me
2: so good when i was having my fever dream weezer earworms every single song that would get stuck in my head would end up resolving into i don't know what's wrong with me (laughs) like that 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 line just like sticks out
0: i'm really excited (laughs) to get this conversation over with so i don't have to think about weezer anymore it's like getting the song out of your head, you like sing the end of the song and it's like, uh, tells your brain that the song's over. So you don't have to think about it anymore. Uh, it's kind of like, I've been thinking about Weezer thinking about like this conversation about what I'm going to say about Weezer for too (laughs) long. (laughs) We need this to be over. (laughs) Any other thoughts on all my favorite songs? Thumbs up, thumbs down. I give a thumbs up. I
2: liked it. Going back to what you said, though, Chad, that's like probably my commentary on almost every single song on both of these albums is the verses are pretty mediocre, but then the choruses are usually pretty great.
0: Well, there's one song where he starts like breathing like, (sighs) oh, and it's just so bad. I can't remember what song that is. We'll get there. All right. All my favorite songs. And then there's, alo gobi does anybody know what that means or why it's called isn't that? that an indian
1: dish isn't that like it is. tea curry or something yeah aloo okay. gobi so this is my favorite song on the album Really? all right yeah all right. i love this song
0: it's got some cello you can't go wrong
4: uh-huh. what's playing at the arrow some french noir flick don't want to sit next to humans I'm agoraphobic. Order up a decaf latte, spin Gainsburg tunes. Gosh darn, this cast iron lounger, my butt.
0: It's, I mean, is that your favorite song, Andrew?
1: Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> on the album.
1: Not my favorite song.
0: No, I uh, got of it. Of all time. Uh, but definitely on the
1: album. Which is actually saying something because there, I think there are some like pretty strong songs. It's not all like a perfect record. But like, there are some good songs on this album. But the thing that I like is this album I actually feel like from a Weezer, like, compare comparison um, perspective the lyrics are coherent and it's uh-huh. like around a theme it's like you just tell a about... story
0: instead of just mm-hmm. rhyming
1: and he's like talking about like I almost feel like the lyrics are me following him like sitting next to him at the Arrow Theater wherever he goes uh-huh. and I'm like when I heard the when I was reading the lyrics I was like looking up Santa Monica and seeing where the movie theater is that he's talking about and seeing where Montana is the street that he sings about And it like, it feels like contained to space and like an actual experience, which is kind of rare in a Weezer song, which can just feel so generic sometimes. So that's one thing that I think is strong on it. And then I also just really like the, like, I don't know. There's something about the, oh, oh, oh my God, lyric, the Uh way he sings it, that like, it just like hits in a way that is fun for a Weezer song that, and then the other thing too is like, even the verse if it's not the strongest verse like he still takes a like what is it like a one four five chord progression and the way that they produced it with strings and like interesting instrumentation it makes it feel kind of fresh and uh-huh. kind of different um so anyway that's what i like about the song but kick it because it sounds like you're both like what are you talking about <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I, I think it's, I think it's a good song. I don't know that it's my favorite one, but I like it. Um, but you reminded me of the other little bit of the rabbit hole I went down, which is um, a Google search for is Weezer Grapes of Wrath an advertisement. And it turns out it's not like he wrote that spontaneously, but it led to a an interview that Audible did with Rivers. And he talks about how, um, This album is like the theme of the album is like a day in the life of Rivers Cuomo. And he referenced um, On Writing by Stephen King, which is a great book. And how Stephen King says, you know, you just write and write and write. And then you go back and look and try to find the themes. And then you flesh out the themes. And he said that's kind of what he did was he just wrote all these songs and then figured out, oh, this is kind of like a day in the life and then built on it. So I kind of like that.
0: I think it was good. I like I'm like Sean. I didn't listen to these. I just put the album on, and it's just going. So I didn't like check to see the song names. So I didn't realize that uh, goby here was even a word in that song. It's kind of snuck in. Like, they
1: says like same old dumb routine, same Alugobi. It's yeah, like, walking down Montana. It's like kind of like a day in the life. Like, but it's also about just the monotony of. Even like a rich musician's day in the life, it's like you get kind of bored of the things that
0: even make you happy,
1: which is, I don't know. It resonates
0: with with Andrew, that's why we have you talking about Weezer (laughs) because it was just me (laughs) and Sean. We'd be making fun of it the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) I love Weezer,
2: man. Weezer's the best. This this one does have one of my um, Rivers pet peeves on, I think they're... More than one examples on both these albums, but one of these songs.
0: Oh yeah, he he um
2: he emphasizes the wrong syllable in agoraphobic.
0: Agoraphobic, Agoraphobic.
2: like you don't say agoraphobic. You say, uh, I don't know. I can't like just the way it comes out just feels wrong. Which usually (laughs) I don't care about too much, but then there's a part of my brain that knows that he has a spreadsheet and he should have looked up a word that's like not stressed, not stressed, stressed, not stressed. And that would
0: (laughs) you know. I don't think, I think you think he dropped the spreadsheet for the rhyming schemes in this one? I think
2: it doesn't sound as, like that has as much of an influence.
0: And honestly, like
2: even that, that I'm talking about, the agoraphobic, like the first time I listened to it, I was like, oh, why did he do that? And the third time, and now the fourth time, it didn't bother me as much. Yeah. I think a lot of it is just like,
0: I think if you're just writing from your life, writing from your life and trying to squeeze in longer verses to rhyme with the previous sec or like section of the song, you kind of sing it faster or slower or spread out Mm -hmm. the words more. And that doesn't sound like it would come from a spreadsheet. It's kind of like, I don't know. It's more raw. Um, I'd say this is a not, I don't skip, I wouldn't skip this song, but it's not like I would, this stands out to me as one of my favorite. I don't hate it, I like it. Rapes of Wrath. I don't remember this one.
1: Yeah, you do. This one's awesome. (laughs) I love Weezer, man. Weezer's the
3: best.
4: I can feel my breathing, it's so nice. It's like a blanket on my Mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. Let me stay here for forever state of classical denial Crankin' Mrs. Dalloway Moby Dick trip on a well He's kinda just like me We're thirsty for the deep I'm gonna rock my not headphone of I just don't familiar. care, I just don't care I just don't care, <laughs> just don't care. Rock my That's good.
0: like it sean he's singing about listening to audiobooks it's amazing <laughs> why wouldn't you like that it's, it's, the best. it's good the song that i don't like is the song that like has that weird breathing and then the other song is like it breaks in i think it's playing my piano or might be numbers where it breaks into like the it breaks into like an old timey like 19 i don't know it's like a da- a little like musical A classical musical oh we'll get there i don't know
2: yeah no i like the song it's just this and there are a couple others where i feel like the lyrics he's just like telling me what he's doing you know and it's like a and he has this problem mostly with um what was that one on the red album um Heart songs. Song.
1: Heart songs. Yeah.
2: Or yeah. it's just like, I mean, this is just, he was a um, a, liter- a lit major at Harvard, right? And then his <laughs> list of books that he's referencing are all like on high school reading lists. Like, I don't know. I just have a hard time connecting with it. I don't know that I would connect to it more if you were like referencing obscure literature or something, but it's just, I love listening to audiobooks. Maybe
0: I should love this I'm gonna rock. It's good. I liked it. Here's numbers.
4: There's always a number that'll make you feel bad about yourself. You try to measure up, try to measure up to somebody else. Numbers are out to get you. Numbers are out to get you. Numbers Ooh. They say that you're too short to
0: It's pretty. It's, I I like the orchestra. That one, I think it might be my least favorite
2: verse.
3: (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh (laughs) (laughs) It starts out the
2: the chorus, like where he goes, where he sings really high. Like that might be my favorite thing on the album. Like I really love the chorus.
0: Yeah. And this last part where it's just the orchestra really sounds like a day in the life where like the orchestra is going crazy and building and building. It's and definitely Beatles inspired. I,
2: I never noticed this until right now because I'm looking at the lyrics, but at the end of that, they say zero, one, one, two, three, five, eight, thirteen, which is the Fibonacci sequence. So that's fun. <laughs>
0: that <laughs> Those is. are
2: numbers in the number
1: song.
0: That's numbers. There's always some numbers that make you feel bad about yourself.
1: It's very down Dan Brown of, uh, of reverse <laughs> quality.
0: How does it end? Great, strong cello at the end. Love it.
1: <laughs> and it does blend in like pretty seamlessly to playing my piano.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about numbers.
1: Yeah, for sure. I actually uh, think this is like another one of the top songs on the album for me. I actually like kind of, yeah, I, I agree that the verse is a pretty boring melody. But I think the, like the, actually the lyrics, again, are some of the stronger River's lyrics. Because, okay. again, there's like an actual theme and he talks that he like goes into it a little bit more than just, you know, spreadsheet lyric writing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's
2: like through the whole song, even his other songs that have a theme, like a lot of times there will be a verse that's just totally out of left field or something. But,
1: <laughs> yeah. Like,
2: yeah, yeah, he sticks to it.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I also feel like there's like the again, kind of the vocal vocal performance actually matches kind of the sadness of the overall song, like he actually kind of gets into character kind of to sing it Um, like it sounds more like an emo kind of singing style than you might hear on something like the Green Album or something like that, where he's singing more just kind of straight without really the emotion.
0: Um I'm with Sean. I don't like the how it starts, but I think it it ends up redeeming itself into a song that I listened to. It's like, oh yeah And then it's like, all right, I don't want to hear that again. And then and then it goes into like soaring melodies and the orchestration really picks up. love it.
2: I feel like the orchestration on this album kind of suffers from that a lot where at the beginning it's like, this is cool that it's an orchestra, but it would probably sound about the same if the cello was played by a bass guitar and that violin part was a guitar. But then like halfway through the song, there'll be like a really good bridge. And by the end, there might be something interesting. But for the most part, well, I don't know about for the most part, I think that there are a lot of missed opportunities on this album where it just kind of sounds like Weezer even though they have this whole orchestra, you know?
0: Um.
2: There are definitely exceptions. I don't want to say that like mm-hmm. this whole album could have been played by the band normally and it would have been the same because that's not true. But I think a lot of it just sounds like the cello playing a guitar riff or, you know.
0: Well, I don't think we're going to listen to every song, but I definitely want to listen to playing my piano and I have thoughts about it. So we'll just go into this one.
4: My wife is upstairs My kids are upstairs And I haven't washed my hair in three weeks (laughs) I should get back to these Zoom interviews But I get so absorbed and time flies I just can't let go my piano
0: A cup of Oh man. I hate it so much. I like this part. I do too. Oh the good part of the song. Put on some
4: white noise. Double bolt the door. Hell yeah, dude, that's
3: great.
0: I love it. <laughs> It's a fun there. When I play at my
4: piano!
0: Like the dun 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 <laughs> dun oh man.
2: The other day I was cooking dinner and every 30 seconds I'd go dipping down from major to mix a mixolity and over and <laughs> over because I couldn't get out of my head. And Peter
0: was so mad
2: at me because he was trying to play Minecraft or whatever. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. Shut up. <sighs> I don't know. It reminds me of I I don't know. It's not a good sound for me. I don't like it. Is it the
1: is it like the scale? Like the just the way that they're playing it or is it the melody? It's all so bouncy. It sounds like it should be in Toy Story or something. It's
0: too bouncy. It's too mm. like um musical theatery. I watched a Zoom or a a Netflix movie called Prom and it has Nicole Kidman and James Corden and uh Keegan-Michael Key and those people. It's about a girl that can't go to her prom because um The town doesn't like how she's gay and she's going to bring a female date or whatever. And so Nicole Kidman has a song called, like, Give It Some Zazz. And it's got the same type of, like, jazzy, give some zazz. And she's dancing around and it's horrible. And it's the worst part of the movie. And that part of the song reminds me of "Give, Give It Some Zazz. That's all. Does
1: it does it ruin the album for you?
0: Oh no! This album, the song is fine up until that point. <laughs> I, I'm just testing how, like,
1: if you're thinking about this, this album is like a watermelon or like a cantaloupe. Is this like the soft spot of a cantaloupe, or is it like does this does it spoil the whole thing for you?
0: <laughs> it sounds um, like no. no, no, it doesn't spoil the whole thing. But it's my wor- It's the worst part of the album it's like the rind it's like the like <laughs> yes, not quite as right. good <laughs> it might be there's some really bad parts in van weezer where he does like weird breathing and stuff but that jazzy number i just had to talk about that the, so, the rest of these yeah. songs there's like playing the pianos is, is it starts out the same way like when it's once he starts playing the piano it's great like it starts out so soft Upstairs. Haven't washed my hair in three weeks. Um, Upstairs it's like the same starts out with numbers i don't know it's so like quiet i, I, I think i agree like, with sean yeah. Like, just play some acoustic guitar and sing these things you don't have to have like a quiet orchestration
1: i i do feel like in the album um numbers and playing my piano or where it kind of slows the whole thing down like i almost don't even remember what the second half of the album is even though i know it yep. pretty well i think but the well, first I half love is bird like, with
0: a broken wing
1: that's a great song yeah
0: the bird I think, with a broken wing is good i don't remember the the rest of them i'm sure we can listen to the start of them and give a I thumbs think up mirror thumbs image
2: down. is my favorite that's the next one oh that's a
1: good one yeah i really like that one yeah, but it definitely like it starts to lag here. I think the first time I listen to it, this is where I would probably like stop listening to this album and go do something else or listen to something else, even though it, I like it, but it definitely kind of slows the whole album down with these two songs, I think, to your point, th- Chad, about it like being kind of slow.
0: I think that Mirror Image... I thought that Mirror Image and Playing My Piano were the same song and that the mm-hmm. Mirror Image was just part of Playing My Piano because <laughs> it's only yeah, it's, a minute long. It's like know. an
1: Abbey Road B side or yeah, like a side B where it just like goes from one song to the next and you don't even realize that it's oh, yeah. happened. Yeah. What are you saying, Sean? Showing
2: the end of this kind of does it again where it goes into what sounds almost like a home recording of Rivers and the Piano or something.
0: Oh,
1: yeah that's that's right i think that like i think from an interview that i heard he, like sent over a demo of this song that he recorded on his iphone and whoever wanted to include like part of the chatter that was on that recording or something which is like what they include at the end of this song i think that's what uh, it is. is this
0: the one where they're talking at the end
2: i don't think so that's something about 20. like
0: Talking about uh, copywriting the video or copywriting what he said. That's on somewhere. Uh, yeah.
1: That is somewhere on this or on the on Van Weezer. I actually don't remember where it is. It's on one of the it's, it's in the Weezer discography.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: is back on this man heaven shuts the door on this man
0: yeah I don't know if that song belongs in the middle of this album
2: I like
4: it
0: <laughs> right but I don't know I don't know you feel like it should end on it um, Screens as a drum beat huh cell the phones are bad
2: guys what's bad? Cell phones. See, this
1: could be a guitar riff. It could be, but I like that it's not. I like that they're doing something different.
0: um uh, it suffers from the same verse as being lackluster and then the chorus starts singing i don't like screens it's not remarkable to me bird with a broken wing is really good though i'm just a bird with the broken wing
1: so good this one's this one's got a lot of heart this one has really good orchestration
0: too i think this one is my number two after all, my favorite things is "Bird with a Broken Wing." The
4: Looking at the sea below, I was
0: so I guess all my favorite Dying things, the song. Sorry, all my favorite songs isn't even a Weezer song. Is that what, so? My favorite song is not Weezer.
1: <laughs> he, he didn't write it. Oh, I it's mean, definitely the, Weezer
0: sounds though.
1: The Wikipedia page
2: for that song does say that he's the songwriter
0: it does
1: yeah there was okay so the reason that that it got brought up is uh someone was interviewing him about the album they asked him like about writing the lyrics to this to that song he's like oh i actually didn't write the lyrics
3: oh someone else did
1: so he wasn't able to even like respond to the inspiration of it but i need a source i forget i needed yeah I need to, to cite my, my source here.
0: I believe Chatter, you,
1: Andrew.
4: Andrew. Thanks, Chad. It's
3: great,
0: Chris. So, like, dramatic and sincere, but not in a cringy way, in a great way. That's all.
1: Yeah. And I guess to Sean's point about the, like, the orchestration sounding like guitars on the other songs, um, I guess if, if this is the contrast of, like, what those songs could be if they were to be a bit more creative, Um, this is where it's almost like the orchestra pays off the most in the album, I think.
2: Uh Uh-huh.
1: And this is a thing
2: that I heard Rivers talk about in an interview, like, a decade ago about he's obsessed with songwriting, but for at least a little while, he was obsessed with, like, what instruments songs are written on. And I remember him talking about how, um, uh, bridge over troubled water he was like obsessed with that being like the perfect piano song written on a piano and then he found out that paul simon actually wrote it on a guitar
0: what just yeah which is crazy that's crazy i want to but, hear um, that crazy. on
2: crazy the... <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah i know that's like that's one of the things that rivers cuomo put in my head is like how is a song different because of the instrument it was written on so then i'm thinking about that when i listen to his music and it sounds like all of these most of these songs were written for a guitar even though I'm pretty sure he wrote all of them on the piano and didn't even play guitar while he was writing them, but I don't know. It just sounds like they weren't written for an orchestra. They were written for a guitar or piano and then he just kind of like, you know, put a cello on the bass part and put a guitar on the violin or put a violin on the guitar part
1: or whatever. It's like the classical version of the strokes or Radiohead yeah, or
3: yeah, whatever.
0: Exactly. <laughs> well, my uh, example comes back to corporate policy where jason's song sounded great on the piano and mine was a a lilting three four and sean's was just a classic four four good time say hi do you want to listen okay <laughs> that's all i just wanted to bring back the corporate policy love bird with a broken came wing. back around uh how does it end Is that an acoustic guitar right
4: here? Yeah. But i to you. <laughs>
0: So, we got Dead Roses, Everything Happens for a Reason, Here Comes the Rain, and La Brea Tar Pits. Do any of those songs stand out to anybody?
2: Um, Here Comes the Rain has, like, both my favorite and least favorite (laughs) moments on this album. It has that verse where he says, my umbrella makes me look like the Morton girl, splish, splish, splash, whoa, whoa, oh, taking a bath, walking down the road. Like, I don't know how those (laughs) are lyrics.
1: But then, the cor- amazing industry,
0: but then the chorus like is so good <laughs> Hold on Before we get there I just want just to hear the first of each song Just to remind okay. me what they are Is that a clarinet? Ooh Suspenseful Turn the key
4: And step into The blackness I think
3: these songs suffer at the
0: end of an album Where they're not bad songs They're just not the ones that you listen to And then, like Andrew was saying, halfway through at uh, Mirror Image Or after playing my piano Kind of like, yeah, I've had enough of this album And you can move on to other things
1: yeah definitely like i feel like the latter half of this album like i could maybe sing the melodies of the first half but i actually don't even know what songs these ones are Mm -hmm. based on the title at least
0: Mm -hmm. right here's everything happens for a reason
1: 24 seconds
0: oh i thought this was just part of another song like if it's Harry Nelson in the 70s he's doing that kind of thing on the piano <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i don't think i ever heard that before me neither here comes the rain oh it's gonna wash all much troubles away here comes
3: the rain oh it's gonna wash all much
4: troubles
3: away
0: was that your face? what how far do you want to go to your favorite part sean
2: that's it i just love that chorus and i love just how the orchestration of it how it's after the away it has those two orchestra hits
0: it's Uh great yeah it's very jazzy Mm -hmm. and it's jazzy in a good way rather than jazzy in a bad way from playing my piano (laughs) yeah
2: This, this is one of my favorites and it's one of those ones where like this this speaks to what andrew said splash
0: taken a bath like the morton girl <laughs> yeah. no, like how like, did i not even hear those lyrics i've heard this song I, at least 3 times
2: i went i went for a walk and i was listening to this album and so uh-huh. i was I had my headphones on and i was paying attention i just remember being like what the <laughs> like <just laughs> under my breath like i couldn't believe he just said that <laughs> but no, but like the chorus, those lyrics aren't really that special. Like, here comes the rain. Oh, it's going to wash all my troubles away. But like, he sings it like he means it and like it connects yeah.
0: with me. Yeah. Like, very I really happy. I like it. I'm sold. La Brea Part Tar Pits. I remember not liking this one. <laughs>
2: So the Easter egg on that one, um, at like 30 seconds, I don't know if you guys heard it, but um, Pat, the drummer, answers his phone, and they just kept that
1: take. I did not hear that.
0: I heard something. I heard some weird yeah. talking in the background. I didn't realize it was someone answering their phone.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was
2: one of the things I saw on on Reddit when I was looking. So it was the first time I actually noticed it. But yeah, I guess that happened.
0: What are some pages that you follow on Reddit?
2: Oh, I don't even know anymore. I need to look at it. I follow like a lot of just the main. It's more like I I like the big pages, but there are some that I don't follow because they're horrible. But then there are like some cooking ones, some camping and hiking ones, programming ones. I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff on
1: here. I'm trying to spend less time on Reddit. But the two that right. they have me hooked are our synthesizers. Again, like, <laughs> of course, yes. I just kind of love synthesizers. <laughs> and um, <coughs> this, yeah, Sean, this might be a surprise for you, but our NBA i freaking love basketball man and i haven't yes. always but like
0: yes
1: i like him like just every day i look there to see like what's happening with ben simmons and what about andrew wiggins yeah but he's like he gives, <laughs> he gives me a bad name man
0: that's right
1: <laughs> he used to he used to be like the hope for my name and now it's like oh
0: who's the one that went to Weber state and plays with the trailblazers that's damian lillard damian lillard's my favorite
1: Dude, he's amazing. He's amazing. Yeah. And yeah, the fact that he went to Weaver State just blows my mind. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's uh, those are like my two. Uh, like, I don't, I don't really need the rest of Reddit. But yeah, I can, I can watch people open yeah. new synthesizers. Who's your team? The Jazz. I mean, I'm boring, but the Jazz.
3: Yeah.
1: I mean, I could be a Lakers fan, but I'm decidedly not a Lakers fan. And when I did like anytime that I've had a passing interest in basketball, it's when I could get like $5 nosebleeds to a mm-hmm. jazz game. And so that's where like, I cared a little bit more about a particular team. So,
0: yeah. And then this, this year was like, I love the basketball tangent that we're taking right it's now. It's
1: fun. It's fun. <laughs> I know that's that's more of like a, a, like a old red hot chili peppers or like a, a Pearl jam is more like basketball themed than Weezer but uh yeah basketballs is fun we should start a basketball podcast where we don't know anything <laughs> about about basketball but just talk about it
0: basketball stresses me out it's yeah. too it's too constant it needs to have more breaks like football is just so slow and then like you build up to a play you get four plays to your first down sometimes big things happen with long passes or long runs but most of the time it's just like marching up the field but basketball is just so constant it's just so tiring and it stresses me out
1: well and like you can feel pretty comfortable it i mean this might be the case for a lot of sports but like I remember when the jazz were in the playoffs this year and they were playing the clippers and they were up 25 and i'm sitting there like in the third quarter being like all right we got this one uh-huh we're gonna make it through and then Suddenly, like these players, they just like changed their strategy and they just freaking dominated and they just like we didn't win a game for the rest of the series and got knocked out. Yeah. And we were up 25 anyway. Yeah. So yeah it can like catch you off guard. I, I, I'm kind of hooked on it. Like it's a lot of fun, but <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, that's that's not that's that's for another time, another
0: podcast. And when BYU was really good with Jimmer um i remember them being really good and i was at byu and um anytime that i'd watch a game they would lose <laughs> but then the, they're supposed to be really good and like maybe i'm it's me i'm just not going to watch it anymore <laughs> are
1: you are you the reason why jimmer had to go to china to keep his career it was you chad it was me well i done. watched him
0: on the king's all right that's it
1: wait wait, really quick question do you remember who who is like the number two guy to jimmer it was like chris something
0: there was a noah hardstock remember noah hardstock i do remember that name i played against him in steak basketball a couple (laughs) years ago did you kick his butt i fouled him
1: heck yeah you did (laughs) (laughs) you never forgot it either
0: he was the steak um the state like sports specialist or whatever for a year or something like that. He teaches the high school. He coaches the high school football or basketball team. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't remember who else was like, like number two.
1: It's like Chris Jackson or something. Anyway, the reason that, Oh my gosh, his name's on the tip of my tongue. The reason that it's funny is that I did like an internship at Domo, which is this Utah, like, tech company that probably a lot of people in Utah know about
0: and he was like signs on the road
1: yeah so I was I like worked there part-time for like four months or six months or something but anyway he uh, he was one of the sales like leaders at, at Domo and so I'd, i always walk past Jimmer's right-hand man's office like every day <laughs> <laughs> and it was just kind of weird but Again, this isn't a basketball podcast. I'm sorry that I... I it I can't be.
0: <laughs> um, there's zero audience for this, so it's just us talking. <laughs> All right, we're going to go on to Van Weezer. Oh, I liked OK Human, and I would listen to OK Human more than I would listen to Van Weezer.
2: Yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't know if I would be as bold as Andrew was to say it's a top, what, four or five album, but I wouldn't argue with that either. Like I might agree with that. I just need some more time to, to decide for sure.
0: Uh, no, I've already decided Van Wezer is not my m- not my jam. I don't like it, <laughs> especially when they go like with um, she. Oh, it's Sheila Can Do it. I have a I, lot of
2: things to say about Sheila Can Do it. I hate Dude,
0: Sheila Can Do it. You, you Dude, knew
2: about Sheila... it before this album, right, Andrew? Oh yeah! Oh yeah, yeah! Absolutely. This is an old old Weezer song. That's a homie that's, song.
1: Yeah, that's uh man. I have some homie stories too. I could tell.
0: <laughs> um, uh, end of the game is like the radio one. Heroes are radio one. <laughs> There's one that does like oh they do this Weezer thing where they take like Black Sabbath, and it's going oh into my like gosh. going Blue into Dream. Crazy Train, and then I all hate of a sudden, that it's, song. And then all of a sudden it's just like this chipper weezer like verse and chorus
2: two note melody in the verse like they had Uh to steal crazy trains so that he could go or whatever his verse is yeah
0: and then the other one was was it a metallica cover that they did i'm not sure
1: metallic yeah they did uh enter sandman but it was a single separate from this album
0: oh was it oh i missed Uh, that one all right well we'll,
1: yeah, it's oh. it sounds like it's it it belongs on the Teal album, but for like metal songs instead mm. of 80 songs. It sounds like Metallica, except Rivers is singing.
0: So here's Hero. Well, just right off the bat, we're back into distortion and drums and guitar. Uh, OK, Human's a nice departure, but it is kind of nice to get back into like some rock songs. That's all.
4: it's
0: just so catchy where you can just sing that to yourself mm-hmm. walking on street, or sing along it's fun to sing along to so so there's like the one thing that when i was listening to this
1: song to prep for this that stood out to me that i found really funny is that this song, like the lyrics are about how when he was young, he thought that he was going to grow up to be like a literal superhero. And when he realized that he is not going to be a literal superhero, he kind of is saying like, I'm not not a hero. But he's like being extremely literal with it. Like talking about not wearing a cape. It's almost like the conception of a hero it, it's like not metaphorical at all in this context. It's completely literal. Like, I'm not a superhero, therefore I cannot be a hero. Like, it's just more and more bizarre the more that I think about these lyrics.
0: He walks alone.
1: He does yeah. walk alone. It's not just
2: like he's not a hero. It's like I'm an outcast. I'm I walk alone because I don't have laser vision.
0: Oh, it goes into he's an outcast, doesn't it?
2: Yeah. You know
1: he's he's not a hero because he does not have superpowers that's it like that's it it's not because he doesn't have like courage or bravery he doesn't have superpowers so he's not a hero
0: yeah this is just like a radio hit um i don't even know if it's a hit before we go on the
1: one thing the one thing that is, is actually like really cool about this song is that the drums in the chorus it's like a four on the floor like bass drum that carries you through and it feels like quite different from the regular just kind of standard drum beat that Weezer would normally do
3: mm-hmm.
1: um that's where like some of this stuff like they're giving themselves permission to yeah let's see yeah. You know I tried to be your hero. the bass just drives oh, the whole thing
2: Anyway, yeah. And I I feel this way about most of the songs on this album where it's like, this song's fine, whatever. But when I imagine myself like at the concert, in the crowd, and they have that pre-chorus where like, you know, you can just feel it's about to build up. And then when the chorus hits, it's so huge. Like, I I feel like these songs were written to be played live. And like, they'd be really fun to play on guitar. Um, But do I want to like sit down and listen to this album? sometimes maybe but like
0: <laughs> do you listen anyway. to any albums do you listen to music if i don't make you listen to music sean <laughs> i have i have been more lately yeah okay but oh andrew did you know that me and sean listened to every single mason jennings songs and then talked about it for hours
1: is that true that's true it's true wow
0: Jana
2: listened to to half of
0: it. <laughs> yeah, we split we, it up two. We in had a too. half a
2: listener on that
0: one. <laughs> we did. She was well active done. on the comments.
1: Oh my gosh, I didn't yeah, know that. I can That's send amazing.
0: you the link. It's it's hardcore because it goes downhill pretty fast. <laughs> really
1: fast. <laughs> his his like discography or the podcast no discography yeah his songs okay it's like we discovered
2: all this old live stuff we didn't know existed that at least i really loved and then like his first two albums or three albums are great and then after that it's like eh,
0: no we discovered that he had like this year of genius where he wrote Mm -hmm. all these songs he performed all these songs and then he spaced those songs out over three or four albums and after he ran out of those original songs he couldn't recapture that magic that he had previously and he was hanging on for a little bit and then i think right after maybe during clouds or after bone clouds it just like went way down that was a
1: thing yeah i mean i think bone clouds or whatever is the last album that i even am like partially aware of uh him putting out but yeah, I don't know. My, my love <laughs> but, for Mason Jennings kind of died a long time ago. Not like died, but like I just, yeah.
0: No, it holds doesn't. up. The, the first albums are still really good. Like really? they're not, they yeah. didn't. Yeah, like our opinions of the first songs didn't change. It's just too bad that he couldn't keep that fire going.
1: Yeah, fair. That's fair.
0: All right, all the good ones. This is the boom, boom, clap melody. It's It's kind of sounds like it's Miley Cyrus. Boom, boom, clap, boom, to clap, to clap from the Miley Cyrus movie. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) this is probably like,
1: I don't know this, the intro, which is also, I think the same um, music that's played during the chorus feels just too cheesy to me. Like there's Mm -hmm. something about it that just does not resonate. Like it's, it's too obvious or something. Yeah. Too Beverly Hills. It is. All oh,
0: the good, good When's it are gone. And then we like, there's that, like, where he goes from one note to another, like, and, and like, uh, I don't know what you call it, drags it up. Uh-huh. Don't like it on this song. I'm going to skip it. End of the game. Is that it? it's the island with no sun i'm on an island with i didn't realize son. that he was talking it's, it's i'm heard... on
2: an yeah. island with no sun and with
1: no with no
2: uh-huh. sun oh. and one, one of my least favorite lyrics is coming up so you have to press play again
0: okay i feel like i've got when aslan died now you're yeah, gone yeah it's a narnia C. reference
1: that's a c.s <laughs> lewis uh illusion yep. right there he
2: forgot yep. to mention that book when he was singing about listening to audiobooks so he had to put it in this <laughs>
0: song yeah how's that go rocking my audiobooks with the headphones on <laughs> listening to chronicles of narnia what the chronicles <laughs>
3: <laughs> what? how's Chronic that song what? Go? The chronic of,
0: what that, Cools of Narnia. Yeah. That's right. We should just listen to that. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that about that. that's that song is better than this whole album.
1: The one thing that I do appreciate about Van Weezer, though, is that like they're fully giving themselves permission to go full on like eighties glam guitar, which mm-hmm. I feel like is what they wish their band could be. Yeah, but it's like they just there's too much money to lose if they were to do that long term so this is kind of like i feel like okay human is like one for you and van weezer's one for me almost okay like yeah anyway you can hear that in the tapping at the beginning it's like definitely
2: yeah and then it has it has those really cool harmonics before the first verse Mm
1: -hmm.
0: what before aslan died
4: No,
2: it's it's at like the end of the intro. It might not be
0: that far in. I need some of that. It starts so strong and then it goes into that just rote weezer totally simple simple verse Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> and then like i need some of that this one gets stuck in my head the lyrics of that chorus,
2: I need some of that it's just what I need I need some of that we'll be riding our 10 speeds I need Mm -hmm. some of that even if we blow up we're never going to grow up this is where it's at it's kind of like nonsense lyrics that are okay but then he says we'll be riding our 10 speeds for some reason
0: yeah because he's back (laughs) in junior high
2: I don't hate the rest of the lyrics except that one line
0: I don't like that this is where it's at yeah with the clap track after this one's uh, ca-
2: catchy like, it's I don't, super catchy I don't
0: hate
2: <laughs> it but I don't so... love it
1: either yeah yeah I think that like for me a lot of my experience my, like, I guess I was ready for this album to like really rock Yeah. and like blow me away and a lot of it is like this song which is kind of has its moments but it's generally pretty generic weezer still
0: it needed to be more rocking and more less like teeny bop pop rock with some like grunge and and uh shredding and more just like but Weezer can't do that. That's not Weezer. Like, this is how Weezer sounds.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like even when they give themselves permission to do the 80s glam rock thing, they still can't fully get away from... Yeah, here's your copyright portion. Yeah, they still can't get away from being Weezer.
0: No, you can't do that. You can't film.
4: This
1: is the best song on the album, by the way. This is the Checking Weezerest the
2: song on the album. Yeah. The chorus, wrong. especially, is like such a Weezer melody.
1: The up on the wall. reminds me of Pinkerton, kind of. A
0: little bit, yeah
1: it looks like this volcano's
4: gone unknown. reminds me
0: of more of the green album hmm. this could be is an island spinning. on an island in the sun
1: yeah it's The beginning that's a good, good, of good comparison end, the people freak out.
0: right there like we've heard them do that before and it's it's like it's familiar and i like it that's a good weezer sound rather than a bad weezer sound
1: yeah it's
0: definitely like the the
1: like of all of the flavors of weezer that's the flavor that i do prefer i think
0: more okay. than others
1: like it i don't know it it just seems like there's something more interesting in the chords that they're using and the melody and I feel like the actual like um guitar solo is like they're just shredding in like the best way possible on this song I love like the first half of the guitar solo I'm
2: so into it and then he starts tapping yeah this is okay and then he starts singing and he says 1500,000 years oh no (laughs) But I think that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, but the thing is, I'm like, I'm so on board up through the first half of the guitar solo. Like,
0: this you get is, lost. This, at is my, this is my favorite years.
2: song on the album for sure. I just hate that there are still those like little things that. I think I can get over them if I just listen to it a couple more times.
0: Yeah, but... I mean, you got to throw in some goofy stuff. It's Weezer. That's true. They're not. I mean, they don't take themselves seriously. And we want to take them seriously, and they disappoint us every time.
2: (laughs) I mean, on the Blue album, they were singing about surfing and, like, sweaters and stuff. Like, they were always goofy. We were
1: just teenagers, so it didn't bother us as much.
0: How old is Rivers right now, this year?
1: We should put money down before anyone looks it up.
0: Oh, He's got to be,
1: like, close to 50.
0: So I would say in 95, he was... Like, uh, I'd say he was 22 in 95. That's my guess. Like, when Blue Album comes out, I
1: think he's I'll put him in what, like 48 years old, 48, 49. I'm saying 49. That's pretty safe. Yeah, I would, I would say not quite 50, 48 or 49. I'll say 48 just to change it up.
0: What is it, Sean? 51. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so June he was 13th what? 1970. Okay, so he was 25 in 95. And he was still singing about like crushing your toenails into a thousand pieces.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a good point.
2: When did the blue album come out? Come on, like I think like 94. Was it 94?
1: Yeah, I think they recorded it in 93, I think, okay. and then came out in 94. But yeah, like, that is definitely like an actually interesting point to bring up because Rivers still writes for, like, even as he gets older, he still writes for like, a you know, maybe 10 to 16, 17, 18 year old demographic. Mm-hmm. And I feel well, like the people that pass through that phase really love Weezer and they keep liking Weezer anyway, because Weezer's great. But like, he doesn't really keep mature <laughs> maturing the stuff that he's singing about. So, I don't know, you kind of have to just like roll with it if you want to. Well, do you
0: see get- teens at a Weezer concert on the Weezer concerts that you went to or do you mostly see like uh millennials? I think that you actually see a pretty
1: wide like age span because like like the show that i went to was the pixies in weezer and as much as i like the oh, pixies i'm too yeah. young to like the pixies really right so like there were people there that were probably in their 50s yeah that fit in perfectly fine um but then like again like i said my my sister-in-law's stepkids went to see weezer and they're like 12 or 13 and they fit in perfectly even though you know They probably only know a couple Weezer songs, but Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're kind of like everybody's band in a way Because they're, yeah, they're still singing for kids And kids keep growing up
0: Good for them Here's Blue Dream
1: The worst song on the album
0: Starts out great fishes are my friends friends. octopus is my teacher (laughs) Uh, i like to play go to school with them uh where we all do drugs how's that
2: that's pretty close
0: (laughs) (laughs) i I mean that would have been fun to have like a, a straight up cover of crazy train why not it would have been better to do that. That's all.
1: Don't they cover a black Sabbath song on the Teal album? I don't know. I don't remember, maybe I don't remember specifically. I feel like it's one that like Scott Schreiner sings because it's not like a rivers. Oh yeah. They did paranoid
0: oh, paranoid. paranoid yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so I guess they already did their cover. Uh. Any more yeah, of this? I, I
1: could have done without this song. It's I mean it's like it takes the best part of another song and adds nothing better to it than what was already there with like it makes Crazy Train a worse song, I guess, by writing this and including it on the album.
0: Here's one more hit.
2: This one gets stuck in my head really bad.
0: Skip to it. it's always got to have some drug song though right right one more hit i promise i quit and the other one uh what's the one on the white album that's about drugs
2: well they've uh, got we are all on drugs that was on which one was that on the beverly hills album right yeah.
0: Believe.
2: make believe yeah
0: there's hash pipe Ash pipe. is the
1: white album is the drug reference of the white album. Just the fact that like white is like cocaine or something.
0: No, it's do you want to get high? Is yep. that on the white album? Yeah. I oh. like the white album.
1: The white album's great. That's good. That's, that's their third best in my
0: opinion, after Pinkerton and blue, we got the wind in our sail. That's so good. It's so good. That song's great. And I remember you liking Thank God for girls. hmm
1: That was a divisive oh, yeah, that,
0: one. <laughs> that song
1: That song is like so bad
3: that it's perfect.
0: Like <laughs> I think it's it hasn't got to the perfect part. I think it's still so bad it's bad. But no, I mean I, I think about it's... you when I hear it and I'm like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. Andrew likes this song.
1: God took a rib from Adam. Put it in inside uh, a side of centrifuge on a popcorn setting. Popcorn We're, microwave anything.
0: popcorn setting. Something about a yeah. cannoli. A big fat cannoli.
1: Yeah. That song is fantastic.
2: Endless yeah.
0: bummer, that's a good song. Uh, I mean that's Yeah, we
2: we figured out that I like the last song on every Weezer album, <laughs> except Speaking except of, La Brea Tar Tarpits.
1: Yeah. Speaking of the last song, I know that we're not there, but Precious Metal, Metal Girl is also like that's a that's very, my good favorite song. song
2: on the album. Yeah, I really. Oh, that's that a that hot
0: one. take.
1: That is. Oh, the that's best like song. a
0: steaming hot take. I, we're gonna you get like there. I mean, we'll
1: get there, but we'll get yeah. there.
0: All <laughs> right. I'm gonna hear it before I give my hot take, but. <laughs> favorite song huh my favorite song Sheila can do it it's so good
2: (laughs) I have things to say about Sheila can do it
0: here we go it's not my favorite I mean they just get all pumped up and it's driving and then it turns so cheesy
3: (laughs)
4: <laughs> I don't see the problem with that She is my sister
3: other Just to do a, a brother
4: And look at the thing that she's done She looks like she's having fun And I don't see the problem with that She's saving her legs and she's feeling alright She's putting on jeans of the type in tight She's getting herself ready to take on
0: a grease lightning type of song or uh, I don't know I could I could see it in Greece
2: yeah so this was like when Weezer disappeared you know there were several like false starts and rumors and everybody thought Weezer like Pinkerton was going to be their last album and they'd never come back and Rivers started a band called Homie that only actually released one song that was on the Meet the Deedles soundtrack that's really good but um, so this was one of their songs that like I've known about this song since like forever ago, like probably 1998 or 1999. We found the demo of it on like Napster or whatever. Okay. It's just like this really badly recorded um, live version of this song. And they were like such a stripped down band. Like I feel like they had more acoustic guitars and stuff. And so like, I love this song. This is one of my songs like teenage years like an old Weezer song like I'm connected to this song the way I'm connected to like the Pinkerton songs and stuff it's really it's really jarring to hear it like this like super polished and like I don't know like this because the the version I'm used to like you can't even understand what he's saying you know at least half the time but um yeah so I'm I'm really divided on it because I really really like this song but I don't love the production of this version of the song. I don't know, Andrew, what do you think about Sheila Can Do It? I think that's
1: uh, I think that's a pretty good assessment. I think that uh, yeah, it definitely has the quality of like the that era of, of Weezer music where like there's like all these B-sides um, beatles to me, I guess. It's like if Beatles, if the Beatles had like like heavy electric guitars it is like
2: look for sheila can do it homie that was the name of the band oh there it is
1: nope (laughs) not this one what does that say on it
0: what does that say on the top of it's life taker and runner zero present
2: this was when I was looking at the Weezerpedia page for Sheila Can Do It, apparently these two guys or whatever tried to recreate the Homie album that was never released, and so I think that's what this is.
1: So hold up, because I was in a band with this guy.
2: <laughs>
3: really? <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> Wait, who is it? What? <laughs> so, so it's, it's Jack Murgist. Um, he's oh a God. fellow BYU alum. And uh he's a freaking musical genius. But like his life achievement was when Rivers like held up the album cover of that like homie recording that he and this other guy put out together and he was so proud of himself.
0: This album right here, the homie yeah. one?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. What band um, were you like...
0: in that was doing like the um I don't know weren't you like dressed up as astronauts and things and you did like a whole concept album was that the same band
1: no that well Jack was in that band too but that's uh, so I I guess so that's the I mean I hope that my other bandmates uh, former bandmates aren't listening but that was the better of the bands I was in with Jack Murchist.
0: what was Um, the other band called
1: it was called Wild Apples I mean nothing nothing crazy but was that the band you were in with Archie
2: Yeah, yeah. That was, like, before Red Orange and stuff,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, basically, I left, and Jack, from this uh, homie fame, took over guitar-playing responsibilities, and then I joined the band again, and we were both, like, (laughs) we tell stories about playing the songs together and, like, playing the exact same thing, and we're, like, trying to depart and play, like, different, you know, riffs on on the guitar, and we're, like, literally playing the same stuff trying to get away from each other so like yeah we have like obviously very similar uh uh inspirations for our guitar playing which is basically weezer so anyway that's That's i'm really glad that you brought it up yeah
0: (laughs) no this is tt and the bears is sheila here this Is this Rivers? This this is it.
3: Yeah. Written under
0: 96 titled Rachel. I also wrote a song called Rachel. Mm. Oh, yeah.
2: I've heard that song.
0: great <laughs> i i think like i'm totally sold on this version of the song like i could hear this and it's like oh yeah this is like you, i'm just like buddy holly i mean i love that song but if you try to take you, i'm just like buddy holly and put like riffing guitars with tons of distortion and make it all 80s glam rock i don't think i'd like that version of buddy holly either
2: <laughs> well and I feel like it all just kind of comes back to, like, you fall in love with the version of Weezer that you heard when you were a teenager. And, like, those songs. I don't know. There was a really good YouTube video that I watched. I don't know if you watched it, Andrew. I think Brady shared it. called It's called Why This Song Stinks. And they did an episode on Beverly Hills. And it's really I didn't good. I didn't watch. I don't know. I, I, didn't, I don't know. I didn't watch yeah. it, and then I was talking to Booga, and he said I should watch it, so I did. But it's, it's like, a guy who's a, a little bit older than us, who, like, basically, it turns into him, like, exploring these questions of, like, Weezer and why you love the old ones and not the new ones. And, like, do people that are younger than us love Beverly Hills, because that's the song they knew in high school? And the answer is maybe yes,
1: but... um. Have you guys seen the SNL skit about Weezer?
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. With
1: Matt Damon and Leslie. Uh what's her last name? I don't remember her last name right now. Yeah. Anyway, it's, 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 it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Drink my blood, B.
0: <laughs> oh, you're a purist. You only listened the blue album. You've only listened up to Pinkerton. <laughs> and he talks about gratitude. And he talks, what is it? It's like. Oh. He mentioned a song that was just so horrible. Was it Memories? I think it was.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about
1: that song. (laughs) Man. I feel like that's kind of at the core of, like, that kind of topic, though, about, like, what it means to be a Weezer fan and, like, yeah. The thing that's so perfect about it is that if you know Weezer, like, pretty well, they hit all the talking points that like actually mean something to you. And like they they condense it in like a four minute, just, I mean, it's perfect. Yeah. It's really good.
0: This anyway. is from the Weezer B sides. So is that what you're talking about, Sean, where they took all the Weezer B sides and dumped them all?
2: No, I, I don't think that's it. It's on, it's, I think it's just riverscuomo.com, which is his website oh. he's had forever, but he took a, uh, He took the same online class that I didn't finish. And his final project was to put all of his demos online, like for everything. So for some of these albums, there's like 40 hours of demo tracks. Really?
1: Yeah. Is that? Uh, Is that why there's all these YouTube videos of like, of like alternate albums yeah like albums that don't exist that are all b-sides and demos oh that makes so much sense oh wow that blows my mind i'm like really surprised i don't know about this because i kept seeing like like six different weezer albums that don't exist and i'm like where is this coming from (laughs) (laughs) and they're like full-on albums that like sound Uh good like she needs
0: me oh so bad i don't like she needs me Oh, I don't like that one either.
1: Yeah. In this big bad world, there's things I do.
4: Oh, she needs me. She needs me. It's so I'm pretty good with the TV remote when I be re-
0: know where the breathing part comes in i guess we missed it it's in one of those songs we'll never know
2: all right and then i guess the rivers demos are down right now i don't know if it's gone forever if it's just broken Uh, this is the one
4: i don't invest in stocks i don't invest in bonds who needs real estate when i got you Of gold at the rainbow room when the neon lights stop shining i see you like a silver lining you're my precious metal
0: girl my best friend in the world i don't know like i think you I, I don't like how he's talking about all the precious metals like he's got platinum and gold and silver the lyrics are not great (laughs) and then he calls her this precious metal girl and it's like a metal girl with like the big hair and the metal sign and things like that but then the precious metal because he's alluded to all the precious metals earlier (laughs) it's brilliant man this is the (laughs) best
1: lyric writing that he could come up with so like gosh I just the thing about this this song that I do love is that like all the lyrics are like I love when when you get into like dab lyric writing it's like about bonds and the stock market and like the most boring stuff but again he's still writing as if he's like a 16 17 year old boy with a crush on like a metal girl at school and this is the way that he like can make it relatable to a 52 year old man still you just
0: explained why it's bad you didn't explain why it's good. no that's brilliant
1: <laughs> who, who else is writing music like this
0: right now who else can do that i mean that is so true nobody's writing songs like this <laughs>
4: Patches Got on the back, with the patches on the back. You're my precious metal girl. I don't need to mind as long as your mind on sunset, sun, sunset, sun, sunset, but you still shine. You still shine, cause you're my precious metal girl. my. My best friend like when he was going to the, like the whisper right. singing
0: right there that's like an emerson is pain classic <laughs> move right there <laughs> tyler's oh. love like singing about tyler but uh, sean you got that's the lyrics funny. there about how like uh sunset on sunset and the other rhyming with
2: i i don't need to mine as long as you're mine i think he's talking yep. about mining for precious mining metals, for right? precious
3: metal girl.
0: yeah yeah like, it's very literal the, the, I don't need to mind as long as you're mine you're my sunset on sunset
2: <laughs> there's I don't know there's something about acoustic weezer <laughs> that acoustic when weezer. it's done right it Sean like really it. works for me
0: Sean loves acoustic weezer and I the, love and acoustic same here. Same here. Same
2: here. these lyrics are like just the level of bad that I notice that they're bad but they don't really bother me that much like I can I can overlook all of the corniness to the lyrics you know I what? Really I think like I'm
0: sold. I think I'm sold on it. I turned it and I like it now. <laughs> Even though it's like it's so bad it's good now. Just especially with the I don't need to mine because you're mine.
2: <laughs>
1: That's a good one.
0: <laughs> I don't <laughs>
1: You would see if you if you submitted that for like your poetry class in high school, you would get an
3: F. <laughs> Oh, keep like, on going. Well, I don't, so
0: read the whole thing, Sean, just that, just that part. I don't need to mind really? because you're Wait. mine. The sunset doesn't sun. What?
2: It it cut out for me. Andrew oh. was talking about how you would fail your poetry class, but Rivers graduated from Harvard and he still writes. <laughs> lyrics. I know
1: he's the successful English major of the two of us. <laughs>
0: oh sorry sean yeah no i want you to read it like a poem
2: (laughs) i don't need to mine as long as you're mine the sun sets on sunset but you still shine you still shine because you're my precious metal girl
1: into the chorus so another california um allusion to Mm
3: -hmm. sunset
4: was it about the Pussycat?
0: The Is
2: that the band, or? I'm guessing that's a band. Looks like you could have been in Faster Pussycat. Rock band.
3: They're uh, like an 80s rock They look rock like band? a
2: glam. They look like an 80s glam band.
1: I'm telling you, They're... Rivers, I mean, these lyrics are more deep than you might realize, guys. The the first Google result
2: is fasterpussycat.com, more than three decades of sleaze rock.
3: So, <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so I tell you that you could have been in Faster Pussycat with the patches with, on the with back. With your leather
2: jacket with the patches on the back. Okay. Love it. No, guys. she's a precious metal girl, but it's both kinds of metal. It's clever.
4: Patches on the back.
0: You're- metal girl I do like that acoustic sound though I'm sold alright um... I
2: don't know where the breathing was Chad I remember it and I remember not liking it but we don't it remember somewhere.
1: this at all like if, if we can't find it you need to send it to me after because i <laughs> i don't know what this breathing is and i've i've heard a lot about it now t- tonight <laughs> uh,
0: yeah it was the breathing and the the jazzy um interlude and in piano playing on my piano were the things that i wanted to talk about um i'm trying to pick a favorite here i don't know i don't have a favorite
1: i think beginning of the end is my favorite is that what it's called yeah i like beginning of the end and
2: precious metal girl those are kind of tied for me
1: yeah although this song starts with a an ambulance which should be illegal i agree (laughs) yeah because if you're driving you're gonna pull over
0: yeah I hate it. It's very realistic sounding too with headphones on.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah, this is it. I like this one. True. All right. Beginning of the end is good. It's a fun listen. You can skip uh, one more hit. Blue dream. Uh, I skip. Sheila can do it because I don't like it. But I can see how you can like the old one. But yeah. All right. That was um that was uh, Van Weezer. And I think we covered it. And one more song, and then we should be done till the next time he makes two albums. This is uh this Weezer called Lost in the Woods from Frozen Two.
3: I'm wondering if I should follow.
4: You (laughs) had to go. And of course, it's always fine. I probably could catch up with you tomorrow. No.
0: Sorry, guys. Have you guys ever seen that or heard that before?
2: I did not realize this existed. <laughs> I and forgot. then oh, yeah. I, I looked at that text because I was like, didn't say Chad, Didn't Chad say there were two albums and then another song? So I watched this today while I was working. I was like half watching it. Like, this can't be a real thing.
1: <laughs> I forgot that this exists. Like, I knew, I know that, this is a thing, but like, I actually don't know this song at all, at all. And I don't think that I saw that.
0: Did you ever see Frozen 2? Did any of you guys see Frozen 2?
2: I saw it. I think I was only kind of half
0: watching it, but yeah, I saw it. Oh, this This is like- This played in the credits, right? No, this is like the guy, Kristoff. He does, he goes off away from like Anna and Elsa and has his own adventure in the woods for like 15 minutes. And halfway through, he gets his own song where he just sings an 80s ballad. And during in Frozen 2, it's got him, like, looking at the camera and then another fade-in of him, like, 80s style, like, two (laughs) two heads. (laughs) And, like, it's a total rip-on, like, an 80s music video in the middle of Frozen 2. And it's so random. And it's this song. And so, like, all these things with Kristen Bell and him, like, Standing up to like a pine cone with his hands over his his headphones or whatever, that's like ripping off what they did in the cartoon movie.
1: <laughs> Interesting.
0: Yeah, wow. I, no, I
1: I think they did play
2: this the Weezer version of it over the credits though.
0: Oh, okay, like the Weezer song over the credits. But yeah. yeah, but the song into Lost in the Woods was just a song in the middle of. Uh huh. Not Weezer It's just like The Kristoff character Singing it Speaking It's of,
1: uh, Yeah this is very bizarre uh, Yeah I actually Don't Know this song And I don't think I like It like What I've heard so far <laughs>
3: um,
1: But this does make me
3: Yeah Sorry No The oh. next step Was
4: a question Of how I never thought It would a
3: question it's <laughs> so sincere
0: it's a bizarre song cuz it's like you can't really sing along to it. It's changing keys all the time. Mm-hmm. It's doing some weird melody things. It's a bizarre song in a straight movie and it's really out of place and I loved it when I watched it. I'm like <laughs> what is happening in this movie? Like is this for real? Am I really watching this music video in the middle of Frozen 2? And so like it brings like a it was like a great interlude to like just a, a cartoon but this like i can see why weezer would cover it because it's so bizarre in frozen 2 and they're like it's a it's a references so many 80s uh ballad music video tropes inside frozen 2 itself and so that's what they're trying to recapture here i don't think it works though especially with weezer's 52 year old face and glasses in a costume and Kristen Bell just looking at the camera. I don't know.
1: Looking at a place. I do feel like Rivers hasn't aged though since like 1997.
0: Mm-hmm. Like he,
1: he actually looks very young still.
3: <laughs> this just re-
1: This
2: reminded me of one of my favorite Chad stories that I had forgotten about. I haven't thought about this for like five years. But <laughs> when Henry was really little and the first Frozen had come out, we were talking about it. I don't remember why, but somebody asked Henry what his favorite song was from Frozen, and he said he's a bit of a fixer-upper, and Chad just goes, ah. like, He was just <laughs> so disappointed that Henry chose the worst song
1: as his favorite from Frozen. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> that's
0: fun. So Henry just <sighs> ran his first cross-country meet last weekend. So that's crazy. Yeah, it's to- old. I've that's got a crazy. junior I haven't high senior
2: family forever
0: yeah how old is he? He's thirteen wow he's in eighth, eighth grade crazy. running junior high cross country that's he ran a weird. mile and a half and nine fifty eight <laughs> That's really Jeez. fast. It's faster than I can run it
3: mm-hmm. that's
1: like my mile uh, uh best yeah. mile pace <laughs> man
2: uh. <sighs> Chad, I think I found the breathing. Oh, what song? I think it's in all the good ones at about a minute in.
0: We just like we blew right
2: past that one because it's not
0: good. Oh, yeah. (laughs)
4: I just love the way she plays guitar, which she dies down on the whimmy pie. She'll be stuck on repeat. Repeat in my head. Got me checking my pulse, making sure I'm not dead. Oh
3: yeah, oh, uh,
0: is that it, Chad? <laughs> That's it. Oh no. Repeating my head, checking my pulse, make sure I'm not dead. Oh yeah! (laughs) Oh dear. It's like serious, like secondhand embarrassment when I felt when I heard that the first time. Like, like the cringe was so real. It's like, oh no! No. Why you are Who didn't step in? (laughs) Who didn't step
1: in? (laughs) say no. it it like kind of builds too because he's
2: singing about how the girl plays guitar and how he likes how she, how she uses the whammy bar and right then the guitar, like, you know, it's, you're doing something when the music is doing what you're singing about. And then he goes from that into the heavy breathing.
0: Second repeat, repeat repeating my head. Oh, Oh, just that whole 15 seconds there can just be taken out and the, it would fix it. It made me sad it's a downer thanks sean (laughs) you got it (laughs) oh i'm excited that i don't have to like have weezer going in my head
2: Kate, i have i have one more thing that we should do um so today the av club released an article called every weezer song ranked from worst to best and it has like every weezer song like all the b-sides and everything so like Well, it's a a list. So the point is that you disagree and fight about it in the comments. But I'm curious what your guys like number one of all time Weezer song is.
1: Best or worst? Best. Oh, man. Wow. (laughs) My.
0: (laughs) Well, I I have some
1: like, I have some first reactions. But Chad, I'm still like digesting that question a little bit. Uh, yeah, have a, uh, a quick response
0: I'm going to say it's from a blue
1: that's where I was meaning
0: and I'm going to say it's a where'd it go I, the best one is probably only in dreams
1: that's what I was going to say too that's, that's the song that I'm chewing on. I think that's well. the
0: best Weezer song. I don't think there's a better Weezer song than Only in Dreams. I love so, My Name Is Jonas. That's number
2: 16 on the list.
0: What's number one? So my
2: number one is yeah. fa- Falling For You. Yeah. Pinkerton.
0: Yeah, N- Falling number For You is really good.
2: Which I think is 33 on their list out of like 250 or something. But uh-huh. their number one is in the garage, which I don't agree with. I love that song, but it's not the number it's not, one of all time.
0: the number one song of all Weezer is in the garage. Like, mm-hmm. I mean that's a fine song, but it's not like the it's not even the best. Oh, it's, it's not even no. the
1: top it's not in the
0: top 50% for me. It kind of sucks. Uh, and the and it's got the harmonica. No, That's a good song it's a good
2: song it's just just like not even the best song on that album
0: what's the top five on that list sean
2: okay top five is in the garage across the sea el scorcho say it ain't so and my name is jonas nope and then it's suzanne that's a deep cut for number six
1: might agree with that one being in the top 10
2: at least Island in the Sun, Surf Wax, America. That's another one that like that's fine, but that's kind of a throwaway for me.
0: El Scorcho is fun, but it's not the top five.
2: I like El Scorcho a lot. I'd probably put that in my top five.
1: I would pick Surf Wax as like one of the best songs on on the Blue album.
0: Surf yeah. Wax and
1: Hol- Holiday actually, I think
0: I love is Holiday. my my yeah, most Holiday's like great.
1: I think Holiday it might be like my second favorite after only in dreams that's number 13 holidays
2: yeah and i Mm -hmm. guess the the first the highest ranked song that isn't from the blue album or pinkerton besides suzanne i guess is burnt jam at number 17
0: no it's burnt jam you got to put the Burnt jam yeah So this is one of those lists where
2: you go down and literally fight about every single thing on
1: the list. They
0: just did that just for this purpose, (laughs) Uh this (laughs) only purpose. That's interesting.
1: I I think my number two song, maybe even my number one, now that I think about it, uh, favorite song, is You Gave Your Love to Me, Softly. I love that song. That's pretty high on the list, I think. I think that's like the tightest pop rock song that's like maybe ever been written it's so perfect it's, it's number 27 on the list so like it's way maybe, better than in the garage like way yeah. way way better
2: so this is out of 205 songs so it's almost in the
3: you gave your love to me
0: damn that's uh, like they can't that's even say songs. you can't sing any of it like what does it even sound like
3: yeah, the <laughs>
1: That sounds stupid i don't like that song <laughs> honestly and like if you're to like i know that these are kind of like parallel songs and one is good and one sucks but like back to the shack is kind of like the new weezer version of in the garage yeah, and I actually like "Back to the Shack" more than in the
0: in the garage. No, like, no. Yeah, no, 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 no. I think is controversial, dude. right? There. I think ha-
2: that's very, "Heart Songs" yeah. is another version of the same song, but probably the worst of all of those.
0: But like,
1: mm. so "Back to like, the Shack" is is actually about singing about the garage, like the shack mm-hmm. where, like,
2: no, I don't yeah. know.
0: It's, well, back to like the in strap the the Latin.
2: In the garage, he's talking about like Kiss and that's true, that's true. X Men, he's like reminiscing on the past, and then Heart Songs is like the same thing, but like the worst version of that.
1: I guess, like, in the garage, I'm thinking of him like with his like the garage band, looking at the posters on the walls and like playing Dungeons and Dragons, and like it's like more rooted in space. Where Heart Songs, to your earlier point, is like an actual list things. of yeah. songs it's <laughs> like, that's it. Like, there's... Uh-huh. and, like, yeah, I feel like Art Back songs. to the Shack is all, dude, that <laughs> song sucks. That's, like, one, maybe one of the worst Weezer songs. Um, back to the Shack, though, like, yeah, that, like, I actually think that that song's pretty underrated. That song's really cool. And, like, the lyrics take me back, back to the shack, back to the strat with the lightning strap." Like I actually mm-hmm. really like that lyric a lot. Like it's a, I like that lyric too. It, it's it's uh it's up there with Shakespeare. <laughs> Shakespeare I, think, I think I
0: mean it's not the worst song and it's not the best song. I think it's a middle of the road song.
1: Oh man, I think that I'm just like upset that in the garage is number one and that's why <laughs> like for wanna... you is so good. you is a great song.
0: Across the sea you
1: actually deserved like the number two spot or whatever you Mm -hmm. said but that's probably one of the better songs on pinkerton i think but i don't know what was the end
0: sean what were the worst songs that they
3: put
1: yeah
2: i i kind of disagree with their worst songs too like the worst worst is can't stop partying
3: (laughs) yes which I I
2: like his, like, original demo version of it. I don't like the version that's on Ratitude. We already talked about that. We talked
0: about That is the worst song. That's bad.
2: That song's really bad. And then Beverly Hills, which I don't think that that's really, like, a bad song. It's just, I feel like it was the first time that we all realized, like, Weezer was never going to be making another Pinkerton. I don't know. It just seems very emblematic of like post Pinkerton Weezer, but I don't think it's
0: yeah, like that's the, their knows. second
2: worst song. Dope not know's. I was still I still really, really wanted Weezer to be great at Dope not Knows. I gave uh-huh. Maladroid a lot of um I don't know, a lot of leeway.
0: You give it a pass. Mm-hmm.
2: I was still on the message boards every day back in those days.
1: You you were flaming Maladroid after they released it, but you were I don't even know what liking that word for liking was. I don't are. I don't think I even hated
2: Maladroid like after it came out. I think it took a little while before it just kind of went cold.
1: I think the thing um, for me with Maladroid is that like the demos that they were releasing leading up to it still sounded like Weezer. And then uh-huh. Maladroid, whoever produced that album just botched it. Like well, like
2: Burnt Jam was like I loved that that like guitar part. I remember first hearing that demo and being like, this is awesome. I can't wait to see like what this song turns into. And then it turned into burnt jam.
1: Yeah, exactly. Keep Fishing was the same way. There's like a green album kind of sounding demo of Keep Fishing and it's really cool. And then the one that they released with the Muppets just sounds like just like the most uh, overproduced trash. Like it's a good song, but the production kind of kills it. They leaned in too much on the on like the metal guitar <laughs> sound without any of the redeeming qualities of it. Yeah, and it, uh, that's actually where I think that like Van Weezer works better because there's some constraint there with the production of the guitars, where like Maladroid just feels like they didn't have anyone to say, "Hey, let's like dial these guitars back a little bit. They're too hot." hot they were
2: releasing the demos to the fans at the end of every day. Like we produced that album.
1: Well, we did. And then they, and then, and then they like put out the album and it was totally different from what everyone was saying they wanted to hear. So I think that's why like my expectations were here. And then by the end or when it came out, I was like pretty disappointed that they, yeah, it was very far from what I was hoping for it to be. Mm Were any Maladroit songs were they like were they sprinkled throughout or were they mostly like in a certain area of that list? It's
2: they're they're like in the like 20s and 30s. It seems like it's someone that's probably about as old as us that was still young enough to really like Maladroit when it came out. Because um, they're I think it's they're higher than they should be.
0: What about like uh, Cleopatra or the British are coming or? Some 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 of that stuff where Cleopatra's at, Cleopatra's at
2: Cleopatra's at one fifty
0: two. Cleopatra's better than a lot of songs. <laughs> Their
2: British are coming is eighty, so that's like right in the middle of the pack, right next to Alu Gobi at eighty one. Oh, interesting.
0: What about like Endless Bummer? Is that up in the top fifty? It
2: should be. That's at number 107. What? So almost exactly in the middle. That's crazy. It's, it's right behind I Need Some
0: of That. I need some of that. Oh, man, that's too bad. I don't know. I got, a, I got a place in my heart for Pacific Daydream and White Album. Those two, like it goes so low at Ratitude and Hurley and Red and then it starts to come up a little bit at everything will be all right in the end. Um, and then uh, white and Pacific Daydream, I'm like, oh yeah, this is great. And then black is back down a little bit.
1: <laughs> but for different reasons. Yeah. In my opinion. Okay. Like, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like, um, Pearly Red, like it. It's like the the Jackass era of Weezer when they did memories for Jackass 3 or whatever. Like that that era of Weezer just did not resonate. I don't know where yeah. I was or what I was doing, but I was in a very different place in terms of my musical interests. The well, day. I wasn't
0: aware of it until like me and Sean did this podcast. <laughs> the, the Pork and Beans era. They're exactly. making I-
2: music videos of YouTube viral sensations from like 2007 or
0: whatever. Yeah. Oh, where yeah. they, like, put the Mentos in and, like, uh-huh. the scientists. Yeah.
1: And then I feel like Black is not as, like, so that still, like, sounds like Weezer in the in the sense that, like, the production is still electric guitars and whatever. But the Black album, I feel, is, again, kind of more like a pop sensibility. Uh-huh. But, and so, like, I just, it doesn't click for me the same way where, like, I want to pick up my guitar and play these songs and sing them. Yeah. Um, so that's why like black for me isn't it's it's not as good for like a different reason about the production like they're it's okay like i I actually would not be upset to put that album on and like listen to it like it's a it's a it's an okay album but like
0: yeah and i'm skipping teal i don't consider teal a weezer album (laughs) i don't
1: either i don't either (laughs) i don't even know what i would consider it but it's not a weezer album
0: Nope. Oh, everyone look at the camera and smile. Three, two, one. Good job, everybody.
1: Yeah. Teal was like out for what, like three months before another album came out and just like, didn't give it any time to (laughs) stand on its own legs. It was
0: such, it was a surprise for sure. I mean, who knows when a next Weezer album is going to come. It's going to be two a year.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. It's the best. I freaking love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, guys. Well, I need to sign off.
0: What do I call these? What? Do I call them Chad and Sean? Do I call them Weezer? I don't have a folder. I don't know.
1: You can put me featured as, as a special guest. I won't be offended.
0: Well... Chad and Sean listens is a thing that we do. We did modest mouse. We did Mason Jennings. We did Weezer. And then we did Weezer featuring Andrew and then Weezer featuring Andrew part two, two years later. (laughs) Right on. Are we doing any other ones, Sean?
2: I, I thought of one the other day, but now I can't remember what it was. Another band that we could do the deep dive on.
0: All right. Well, Hey, Andrew, oh, thanks yeah. for have. thanks for coming on and being on here for two hours and 40 minutes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I really want, uh, yeah, I want, I want Chris Hermelin to listen to this and I want to hear his reaction to it. He's, he's my Weezer board friend. So, uh, yeah,
2: does Chris anyway. love, does Chris love new Weezer? I think so. Cause I think of, Okay, I know we're over so I'll, I'll go fast
3: but like, I just have of, to
2: pee really bad
3: that's why I'm trying to okay, off I'll, I'll, I'll,
2: I'll go fast so I uh we had like a, a discussion about Simpsons on it's been Facebook, so long like several years ago and like Chris is just like so on board with new Simpsons he's like I, I'm glad that it exists even if it's not as good as the old stuff oh, and wow. I want to love new Simpsons just like I want to love new Weezer like I can't get into it the same way that
1: Chris can with Simpsons I just wonder if he's the same way with Weezer I think so I mean we text all the time about like the new albums and stuff and he's the reason that I knew about Island in the Zoom and Uh again I was like he was really trying to get me to go out to New York to see the Weezer show um like a couple weeks ago so
0: Mason Jennings did the same it. thing where he did like a Zoom concert where he played one of his old albums like all the way through acoustic style. And it was great. You should check it out. Bye, Andrew. Sounds fun. Bye, Bye guys.
1: Some <laughs> <That's been> fun. <laughs> See ya.